welcome to the Faith Heights Church audio podcast. We pray that this message will bless you and feed your faith as you listen in today. If you would please turn to Second Chronicles chapter 7. I'm going to move right along. Um, that was actually... Uh, probably a hundred times more powerful than we realize right now. I got that directly from the Lord in prayer and it is so, so important to follow the leading of the Lord at times like that. So important. So in Second Chronicles chapter 7, now we're going to pray for a little while tonight and I wanted to bring this scripture out. I don't know, I probably, some of you have been coming for a long time, I probably brought this scripture up couple dozen times or more in the last few years. It's a very now scripture, and I want to show you a couple things about it. Now, it may not be super comfortable tonight, but if you'll go with the flow, I believe it'll turn out really good. Second Chronicles chapter 7, and I want you to notice verse 14. The Lord basically said, if there's, if there's epidemics going on and there's famines going on, you need to do something about it. If you read the previous verse, he talks about pestilence and epidemics and things happening. If that starts to happen, he said, you need to do something about it. In verse 14, God said through Solomon, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, I'll forgive their sin, and I'll heal their land. Yeah, amen. Now, I think there's been some either misunderstanding of this or I guess it could just be lack of doing when we know. But the big issue is not what the devil's doing. It's what the church is not doing. I'm going to say it again. The big deal is not what you see happening all around you. Not if we can stop it. Not if we can override it. What's the big deal? What's the big issue? The bad news you're hearing on the news, the, the things that are happening in Washington. What, what's, what, what's, what's really the issue here? What the devil's doing or what the church is not doing? Hmm? Now, this is, a, this is an interesting thought because if there's things happening in our land that we don't like, it's our fault. Yeah. To criticize, to blame other people, when if the church just did these few things right here, the healing would rise in our land, why would we blame somebody else for the problems in our land when God said it was His people that had the ability to change it? He said of His people. He didn't say, now if the right person gets in office and now if the right people are voted... Yeah, we hope that happens, but that's not contingent upon this. This is if we do something. If we do something, healing will rise in our land. If we do something. Um, If we don't like what we're seeing in our nation, let's change it. There's four things he says we have to understand and do if we want to see a change in our nation from bad to good, less crime, more healing. Four things. Humble, right? Humility. 
pray, seek, which is not just telling God what we want, but actually hearing what he has to say about what we want. Right. And then number four, turn from wicked ways. Now, I think it's interesting that he would tell his people, my people, people of God, you, need, you might want to consider turning from your wicked ways. <laughs> he didn't say it like that. He said, just turn. Turn from your wicked ways. All right, so... I've always just jumped into the prayer part. You know, we, we mentioned a few things about humility. But, you know, oh yeah, let's just humble ourselves and pray. And just kind of go on to prayer. Seek his face. Listen to what he has to say to us. Turn from your wicked ways and our land will be healed. Well, I feel like we're, we're doing a lot of that. But I, I think we're jumping over this first one. Humble themselves. Now, this is where it gets into where if Jesus is really your Lord or just your Savior. What does it mean to humble yourself? Like in the sight of the Lord. What does that mean? It basically means you exhale all of you and you inhale all of him. Yeah, amen. You put your plans on the altar. You put your dreams on the altar. You, you con- this, is, this is something we need to stay in check about all the time. Do you realize the best life you can live is a life completely surrendered to the Lord? And that's not just a one-time thing. That's not just, oh, Lord, I surrender to you because things are going to try to come to you throughout the days and weeks to get you unsurrendered. (laughs) You know what I mean? Unconsciously almost, drifting without realizing. And so I thought we should talk a little bit about humility tonight. And then we're going to pray. We're going to take some time out and we're going to pray as well because I don't know if you realize it, but our nation needs some prayer. Our own valley needs some prayer. Have you noticed? So, let's talk a little bit about the first part of this. If You can put it back on the screen. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. Humble comes first. So, what is this thing called humility? What, 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 it's a heart issue. We know that. It's something on the inside. What is it exactly? How do we know where we're at in it? You know, are we a quarter humble? Are we three quarters humble? Are we 100% humble? Are we zero humble? Are we negative humble? <laughs> so let, let's just talk a little bit about humility. Now, if you look up the word in the Greek and in the Hebrew, it has a lot to do with um, depressing yourself. Not depression, but just getting all the hot air out, uh, making sure you're not thinking more highly of yourself than you ought to think. Um, I, I know a lot of times you can tell what something is by what the opposite is. So what, what's the opposite of humility? Pride. So do you know what pride is? Anybody know what pride is? Arrogance? Thinking more highly of yourself than you ought to think? Not acknowledging God is the reason you have good things in your life, but thinking you did it all in your own power? So, we're going to have to humble ourselves concerning this verse. We're going to have to admit that we haven't been handling things quite right or there'd be more healing in our land. Now, before you tilt and go on a different tangent, just just listen to this. When you hear some of these things tonight that challenge you, remember this phrase right here. Pride 
makes excuses. Humility makes adjustments. So when, I, when we make a statement like this, admit that we've not been handling this right. What? Well, stuff in government, it's COVID, um, you know, whatever's going on in the last year or two years. In our, we're going to have to admit, because if healing is not rising in our land, we need to humble ourselves and admit something. We ain't handling this quite right. Maybe one of the things is we haven't understood humility. Because I think we've got some praying going on. I think we've got some seeking going on. I think we've got some turning from our wicked ways going on. But I'm not sure we focused on the humility part enough. Humility is amazing. Yeah. I, I started doing a little study on this. You look through the Old Testament and the New Testament. Actually, Jesus talked about him that humbles himself will be exalted. He that exalts himself will be abased. Jesus talked about it, right? Two or three witnesses out of the New Testament. We got four. Jesus talked a lot about humility. Paul talked a lot about humility. Peter talked about humility a lot. James talked about humility. I mean, that, that's four witnesses right there, and there's probably more, and it's all through the Old Testament. This is a huge deal. I think a lot of people have humility and meekness mixed up with um, weakness. Um, well, oh, look at that person, so humble. They just might be quiet. You have no idea what's going on in their heart. Just because a person's quiet doesn't mean they're humble. Now, don't get me wrong. Quietness is, is you know, that's underrated. I mean, it's a wonderful thing, right? Be quick to hear, slow to speak. But humility is basically bowing before the Lord daily and saying, Lord, I want your will more than anything. You know, look for Isaacs in your life, things that, that, that he may want you to give up. or you know, Don't be afraid to look at him because a lot of times he just wants you to be willing let, you know, versus actually doing it. But he needs your heart. He needs our hearts. He needs us untangled from all these other things that are going on around us. The Lord's looking for people who's 100% sold out to him, willing to change anything and sacrifice any Isaac in their life to go higher and help him. So we have to admit, if we're going to be humble, we have to admit we're not handling this right or there'd be more healing in the land. Yeah. 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 Hmm? Yeah. All right. We must quit. We must quit trying to fix all the problems in our nation by talking endlessly about what's wrong. Notice it didn't say if my people who are called by my name will just sit and brainstorm and talk about how to fix all these problems, I'll heal your land. He didn't even mention that. He said if my people would humble themselves, pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, I'll heal their land. Yeah. If we spent a quarter of the time praying as we are talking about the bad things in our country, we see more healing in our land. It's, it's, it's so easy just to to go to the human route. It's so easy to just talk about, you know, everything that's wrong in our nation. And we got to acknowledge some things. I understand that. But how about we at least spend half that time praying? I told you we weren't going to like this. All of it. Now, now, whether we like it or not, if it's the Lord, let's, let's just follow what he's telling our in, all our hearts individually. You take this and do what you want with it. Um, when we're talking about humility and we're talking about pride, it's interesting that 
a lot of people, even Christians, are, are not taking this serious. I, Carl and I were talking about this not too long ago about uh, phrases like, I'm proud to be an American or I'm proud of my children. And you say, well, Pastor, what's wrong with that? Everything. Everything. God resists the proud. He gives grace to the humble. If you need help from God, you don't want him resisting you. Um, you say, well, I don't really mean it. Then why say it? There, there are other words. How about this? I'm thankful to God for being an American. Yeah. Right? Jesus didn't, I mean, the father didn't, you know, when he, Jesus was being baptized in the River Jordan. And um, the father, you know, John the Baptist saw a dove descending on Jesus. It was a Holy Ghost like a dove. And <clears throat> the father spoke from heaven and said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm very proud of. It's not what he said. He said, this is my beloved son in whom I am very pleased with. See, say, saying those words is way better. I'm pleased to be, I'm pleased with my children. I'm thankful that I'm an American. Why? Well, James 4, 1 Peter 5 says, God resists the proud. God resists the proud. God resists the proud. Well, I don't care. I'm proud to be an American. You just said you don't care what God said. And you wonder why there's problems in your life. And you wonder why things don't work right. You don't go any higher than certain levels. This is a huge deal. Let me tell you how the Lord gave it to me. We are not the proud. We are the thankful. Pride focuses on us. Thankfulness focuses on the Lord. Huge, huge deal. Well, I'm proud of my son. Who's everybody looking at? You and your son. No God at all. What if you said, I'm thankful to God for my son. Now God's on the picture and God's on the scene and he can work more. I resigned from saying I'm proud years ago about anything. Just like I resigned years ago from saying I love my car or I love my house or I love chocolate cake or the Bible says love not the things of this world. If any man love the world and the things of this world, the love of the Father is not in him. Love is for God and people, not for cheesecake. <laughs> so I don't say I love my car anymore. I don't say I love this or that. We're not supposed to love things. You can say, I appreciate it. I'm thankful for it. I don't love it. Man, if I love cheesecake and I say at the same time I love the Lord, what does that mean? God's in the same category as cheesecake? I'm thankful for the cheesecake. But I don't love it. So in James 4, let's go to the scripture in James chapter 4. Because I am on a time clock here tonight. James 4 in verse 6 and then also in verse 10, I believe it is. James 4, 6 and 10. Let's see here. There we go. Okay, so God gives more grace, wherefore he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace unto the humble. Let's look at verse 10. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. 
Interesting. How do you get up? You climb, you strive, you win the rat race. Great, you're the winning rat. <laughs> Whoop-de-doo. Um, notice nobody can do this for you but you. It's interesting, but the Lord said many times in the Old Testament that one of the reasons the children of Israel had to wander so long in the wilderness because they were not getting this humility teaching down. If you see over and over, it says they, they wouldn't humble themselves. They wouldn't humble themselves. They had to wander another 10 years, 20 years because they weren't getting this humility thing down. Their hearts were off. And they had to stay in the wilderness. A lot of people are still in the wilderness today because they just don't have this humble attitude. They're not out of it yet. They're, not, they're still in it after decades. You know, you know what I mean about wilderness? Just you know, barely being taken care of. How <laughs> I many know there's something better than being taken care of in the wilderness? Yeah. It's entering into the promised land. Yeah. Oh, glory. Um, I want to show you one more scripture. And then we're going to start praying tonight because we have a lot we need to pray about too. We're going to take about 15 minutes and pray. Why don't you... Um, let's go ahead and just read Philippians 2, verse 8. It really amazed me to see how many people in the Old Testament were spared from criminal punishment when they humbled themselves. And these guys did bad things. Ahab, oh my goodness, he was bad. He was as bad as Manasseh. I mean, doing wicked things, terrible things to children and others. And, and they got in affliction one day and they cried out to God. And the Bible says they humbled themselves greatly and God spared them. They didn't get the criminal punishment. They came out of bondage and they lived out their life. Amen. All because they humbled themselves. It's amazing what humility will do for your life and your future. So let's look at the scripture in Philippians 2. This is talking about the Lord, Jesus. It says, Jesus being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Keep going. Wherefore, because of this humbling, God was able to highly exalt him and give him a name which is above every name. Here's the interesting thing about humility. When you're, when you're walking in humility, you're going to look very weak. I said you're going to look very weak. See, our, our, our generation says you're strong if you're like Rambo. We're strong if we're like Jesus. Okay. You're going to look really weak to people when you're walking in humility. But if they keep looking, they're going to see an exaltation that they knew only could come from the Lord. You may look like you're forsaken when you're going the humility route. You may look weak. You may feel weak. But you know what? That's just temporary. There, there's something about, and the devil is the king of all pride. So you really have to watch out about this because he would love to get believers into pride, get them into this this arrogant state, unknowingly, I mean, the enemy's always doing things undercover. You have to grow spiritually to even see he's working in certain areas of your life you didn't think he was working. But you, you just, you have to watch out about thinking more highly of yourself 
and thinking that your plans are more important than anything else and that I know these are God's plans and didn't even pray about it, just something you wanted. This is huge stuff. I think we as a church, and not just here, but maybe nationwide and beyond, I think we really need to ask ourselves, who, who, who's really Lord of our life, Jesus or us? I mean, how many people do you know right now who would drop everything they're doing and say, I'm going to pray for a whole day because the Lord's calling me to? There's a lot of people that can't do that for one reason, because they're broke. It's one reason we need to prosper so we can do more of these things freely. But I know the Lord's, he, he keeps telling me every time I read this scripture, church, you need to do these four things here if you want more healing in your land. If there's not more healing in your land, don't think you're doing them. At least to the level you need to be doing them. So let's humble ourselves. Let's agree. Let's just say, Lord, you're right. <laughs> you're right, Lord. So let's pray. I'm going to walk and pray here. You can sit, you can stand, you can walk. But we're going to pray here tonight. Let me tell you a little bit about how we do our prayer meetings here at the church. And like I said, we've only got about 15 minutes tonight to pray. But if, if you hear the leader of the meeting praying with the English, keep praying in other tongues, but quiet enough so you can hear. But if the leader of the meeting is praying in other tongues, just lift up your voice as loud as you want. Pour your heart out to God. And then we can all stay in agreement. And if, if somebody is praying with the English, we'll, we'll die down enough to where we can hear them. But don't stop the fervency of prayer. We don't want to do that. We don't want to keep the flow going tonight. And so, Father, we worship you and we thank you for these instructions. We know how to see healing rise in our land. We know how to see an increase of miracles. We know how to see an increase of healing. We know how to see an increase of blessing. And we know how to see a decrease of crime and abuse. We know, you told us, Father, if we would humble ourselves and pray, if we would seek your face, if we would turn from our wicked ways, you promised, Father, that you'd hear from heaven, you'd forgive our sins, and you would heal our land. Well, Father, we're expecting the level of healing to rise in our land because your, your word is true. You didn't lie to us. Your word is true. And so, Father, as a church right now, we lift up our voices and our hearts and we praise you and we adore you and we thank you for helping us tonight to see things that we need to see, to do the things that we need to do. Father, we thank you that as we pray tonight, life-saving things are going to happen. People aren't going to be destroyed. Judgment's going to be postponed. Plans of the devil are going to be totally messed up in the name of Jesus. And so, Father, we pray with the Spirit, we pray with the understanding also, and we see good things happening in our land and we follow the leading of your spirit in prayer tonight in Jesus name bando feel free to walk around if you want you can kneel you can sit you can pray you can stand come to the altar if you want it's totally up to you Vintiano. Can you guys in the back there, can you put up on the screen 1 Corinthians 14, 2? If the overhead projection can put the one verse, 1 Corinthians 14, verse 2. This is the scripture that talks about uh, praying in other tongues, just so you know it's in the Bible. We're not just doing something crazy here tonight. It's in the Bible. Father, you said in your word, he that speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not unto men, but unto God. For no man understands him, howbeit in the Spirit he speaks mysteries. 
Father, we thank you for the ability to pray in tongues tonight beyond our mental limitations. We reach down into our heart. Deep calls unto deep. We believe for root problems to be taken care of tonight. We believe you're going to help people to see things and to know things and to avoid tragedies and roadblocks of the enemy. Father, we thank you that as a church tonight, we can pray and cancers start to dissolve in people's bodies. Accidents will not happen on the highway because your angels will intervene. Trips to the emergency room won't have to happen because your church prayed and expected good things to happen. Father, thank you for our city and our valley and this whole area. Now, if you're new to praying in tongues, just look at the scripture up on the screen. They'll have it up there. This is scriptural. This is New Testament. It's simply praying from your heart. It's an overflow. After you're filled with the Spirit, you can do this. And you can be filled with the Spirit tonight by just asking Jesus to fill you with the Holy Spirit. And then just start praying from your heart instead of your head. Guys, don't worry about what you sound like. Just pour your heart out to the Lord. Just pour your heart. Don't worry about what you sound. Throw caution to the wind and pray from your heart. Oh, Father, we thank you for the level of healing rising in our land. Father, we do humble ourselves. We do pray. We do seek your face. We do turn from any wicked ways. And you promise to hear from heaven, to forgive our sin, and to heal our land. Father, we thank you. It's happening. It'll continue to happen. In Jesus' name. Bohon frandana ekregitano sokuuto brandel javanekieto romote gravasicana etro gifra mande grifiano o de bracasta de vecchia shotolomo promote vetecavinta. Just pour your heart out to the Lord, church. Don't worry about what you sound like. Just please pour your heart out to the Lord. There's people in Dijincano. There's a Calafiente. There's a Kufro. Zitana. Egregina. Epre. Dicasto. Vononoche. Ginato. Crofa. Ita. Embro. Donze. Vita. Grevenishi. Utolomo Ponvondeke. Icra Dianto. Brondele Vremata. Grefege Isto Vonokoutik Ekrodi Bangane, Jedoleme Panvutolomo Sokootele Vreantisa Cafianto. Father, we thank you. Pocochtenve, Igra Deanto, Mansti Cafrono Uchaka, Angels, Angels, Utalema Vandene, Ita Grefiestocos, Angels, Uto Mantivena, Ecre Giantos. Angels are working with our prayers tonight, doing more than if we hadn't prayed. Father, we thank you for angelic help in these days. We thank you for the angels. We thank you, Father, for their power. We thank you for the direction of the Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you for angelic help. I see that, Lord. I see it. I see it. 
There's some little children being spared right now because we're praying angels are intervening in some abuse situations. Angels are intervening. Oh, Father, because, it, because the church is praying. Because the church is praying. Thank you, Lord. There's some things being stopped. Oh, Grevaci, because the church is praying. Ita lefiante, zintolomo pongonte fremaati cauchto gondovone, grefe, zita fremaci. Oh, Father, paso socoota, sebe eco divi inchalete biangano, brondeve, icrata, utteve, enta masantucustomo, vondombre, degragivantano mo pogood. See, we're given, we're given angels a right to do more as we're praying. And the Father's directing him. Father, we thank you. Potofre, Zicato, Mandeshine, Viantico, Bondele Grevina, Andele. Father, we pray for our valley right here, this valley, and wherever we're from. Lord, we declare your healing power is increasing, the, the level of healing is rising. Crime is going down, healing's coming up. Crime is going down, healing is coming up. Crime is going down and healing is coming up. We declare it in Jesus' name. Crime is going down and healing is coming up supernaturally, supernaturally, supernaturally in Jesus' name. Bandikro Vondonsene Banganda Elafremenigito Koshiga Devaana Epre Zika. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Ha ha. You know, church, I just feel impressed to say this. Keep praying, but quietly, listen to what I'm going to say here. I just think we all, from our spirits tonight, we need to say an anointed no to the works of darkness that have been getting away with stuff in our area here. We need, we just, from the, from the bottom of your spirit, just say no, 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 no. Works of darkness, no. Back off in Jesus' name. Back off in Jesus' name. Suicide, no. Abuse, stop it in Jesus' name. Killing, stealing, and destroying, back off in Jesus' name. Back off in the name of Jesus. We say no from our spirit. You can say no from your head, or you can say no from your gut. Say no, no, no. You will not have our children. You will not have our marriages. No, no, no. Just say an anointed no to these powers. They can't come against you or your family or your children. And we declared over this entire valley as far as our faith is able and our authority is able. Ho, framate, je franatic. A lot of effective praying is rebuking the devil and saying no, 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 no. Using your authority against powers of darkness. Oh, Father, we thank you. Thank you, Father, for healing our land. Thank you for an increase of healing. Thank you, Lord, for an increase of healing in our land. Marriages, relationships of parents and children. Father, we thank you for healing our land. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. 
Oh, brevanti casito lo mo brondonch defendi itteclai. Landagno, monde gravita, acre givano, zicato, bromonocic, icle defiana ete lanagno, mostofro, pejevichiinto, grefiastic. Oh, Father, we thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Father. Oh, we worship you, Lord. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Thank you, thank you, Father. Microphone? Thank you, Lord. Brove chiasta, ventelo, jomote, brahmanisico, do fromono oshe, kefiana, acre, difra, lembre, gianto. Carla, would you mind just praying for the service coming up? The 4th of July service? And then maybe even if you want to pray for the Lauren Bobert one coming up too. God, for the upcoming um, Congresswoman Lauren Boebert's meeting. And we just thank you right now, Father God, that you have a plan and a purpose for that. This isn't going to be a, a, a Republican or a Democrat type meeting, but this is going to be a God in government. It's going to stir the Christians up of what we can do, how we can pray, how we can be involved and in just the great things that we can do, not just the prayer part, but in the natural part. So Father, we just thank you. You're doing great and mighty things in these upcoming services and this church will never be the same in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank Father, you for it, Lord. We agree, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you. It's happening. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Father. Oh, we worship you, Lord. You know, one thing we like to do before we formally end is we like to get some joy stirred up. Let me, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why, church. There's a scripture in Isaiah that says, My people shall be joyful in the house of prayer. Why? Because we believe God heard our prayer. We believe the powers of darkness are being pushed back. We believe plans of the devil have been messed up. We believe healing is rising. We believe certain accidents aren't going to happen. Certain trips to the emergency room aren't going to happen. Why? Because we prayed. And he said, my people shall be joyful in the house of prayer. So how would you act if all these things already came to pass? Glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Ha, 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 ha. Glory to God. Glory to God. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. Glory to God. Father, we worship you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. So we need to just now talk like our prayers are working. No matter what the news tells us, no matter what you hear in passing or read in a newspaper article, 
We need to just talk like our prayers are working. Oh, did you see this? Oh, my God. Oh, we prayed about that. Don't you worry about it. Things are getting better. That's right. Oh, did you hear about such and such? Were you in the prayer meeting the other night? Yeah. There's some invisible things that are transpiring that news hasn't caught up with yet. That's right. That's right. Amen. Good things are happening. The church prayed. Chains are breaking. Demons are nervous. Amen. The church is getting vision. Healing's rising. Hey, some some city has to be the healthiest city in the world. Some some area has to be the healthiest area on the planet, right? Why don't we be that area? So I don't think the devil minds too much if we pray like we prayed tonight, as long as we don't expect anything after we're prayed. I'm expecting things. I'm expecting great things. Oh, did you hear about that terrible thing? It's turning around. You hear me? It's turning around. What do you mean it's turning around? We prayed. Angels are working. Just, news hasn't seen it yet. Praise the Lord. Thanks, everybody, for coming tonight. Appreciate it. Love every one of you. See you Sunday. Freedom is here. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. For more information about this ministry, visit faithheights.org. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. To sow into this ministry, visit faithheights.org and click on the Donate tab. 